Do you like to learn about random wild stuff? You know, the things you didn't think you needed to know about, then realize you should? Then welcome to Nothing Off Limits, the podcast that gives you one place to go for something different. Impress your next party guest with your unusual body of knowledge. And if you dig the show, get more information at ladyfoxentertainment.com and subscribe, rate, or review. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nothing Off Limits. Do you ever feel exhausted after being around certain people or you suddenly find yourself in a bad mood after being around someone when you were feeling just fine prior to being around them? Then I think you're going to find today's episode really interesting. We're going to talk about energy vampires and how to protect yourself against them. These are people who get off on feeding off of your good energy. My guest is Deandra Brand. Deandra is an intuitive metaphysical healer and the author of the book Enlightened Indigo child. She is certified in an extensive number of alternative healing modalities and has integrated these with her clairvoyant abilities to create a highly developed intuitive metaphysical practice. Via communication with the angelic realm and the higher self, she's able to focus in on her clients' concerns and channel guidance for their highest good. Her other abilities include channeling in energy for physical well-being, as well as serving as a medium for deceased loved ones. She's a successful telepathic communicator with pets and children who may be having challenging issues. And so I encourage you to reach out to her. She's in New York and she sees clients in person or long distance through the phone or Skype. She can do it from anywhere. She also has a master's of science degree in acupuncture. You can find her online at deandrahealer.com and definitely pick up her book. Go on Amazon and search on enlightenedindigochild.com. The link is also going to be in the show notes along with connections to her Facebook page, her Twitter, her blog, everywhere you can find her. Welcome, Deandra. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I am thrilled to have you. Thank you for taking time to come on the show and talk about this interesting topic. (laughs) Absolutely. So I'm sure that some people out there are like, what is an energy vampire? Let's start there. Let's start with the basics. Like explain to everybody out there listening what it is and how you can recognize it. Okay, so it starts with a person that's just really energy sensitive and they're around people or situations and they feel off. Very simple. They just feel off. Mm -hmm. And then it can get more complicated where they feel off and uh, they feel like the energy is sucked, like a vampire. They just have no energy for themselves. They just feel drained. And that's where it really starts and it can get worse if you just leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's why I reached out to you is because I get that a lot. I feel like people suck my good energy. Mm. (laughs) It's a horrible feeling. It actually puts me in a funk for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. It's terrible. And if you're aware of it, then there's many different things you can do, tools and tricks you can use to help remove it and feel better. Now, why do why does this happen? Why do people suck other people's energy? What is that? Uh, it could be many things. It could be that they're aware of it and they actually like taking other people's energy. They get a high from it. It could be That's dark. Un- it is dark. <laughs> but sometimes we live in that kind of environment. Um, it could yeah. be subconscious, and they just they know that people have light and they like that light energy, and they just absentmindedly sort of take that energy. They don't mean to, but it just happens. It depends. 
Okay. Because I think I'm more apt to attract the ones who are like purposely grabbing it, not doing it unintentionally because, you know, I've had people actually stare me down. And, and I wonder why they're staring at me when we're all at a workshop together. Like, shouldn't we be focused on the presenter? <laughs> why are you looking mm-hmm. at me? Um, so mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's very disconcerting. Like, it makes you feel kind of yucky. Stop, you know. And so I just, I have to wonder, like, why would people do it on purpose? Is that a form of narcissism? Or is it a mental illness? I mean, what's going on? Yes, so it can be any of the, the, those things you mentioned. Uh, uh, just like on a earthly human level, people like feeling, making other people feel less than using their words or mm. actions. It's the same thing energetically. They Interesting. Can do that. Normal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, so why do certain people attract this? Is it because they're vibrating really high in their good energy or what? Uh, it could be karmic issues if we go into that. It could yeah. be uh, vibrationally food. It could be uh, drinks. It could be what your intention is. If there's a self-esteem thing, it depends upon what's going on in your home environments, your work environments, that kind of thing. For me, I've always been in a really good mood when this happens. So it's not like I'm in a low state, although... In a lot of cases, I will be at an event and have had a few glasses of wine. And so maybe that puts me more at risk. I don't know. So these are part of the factors that come into play? Yes, yes. And usually uh, when you're around people that drink a lot or smoke a lot, the vibration is lower. Mm -hmm. So there tends to be low-frequency energies there and low-frequency people i can say not not always i don't want to like bars aren't terrible but yeah uh, sometimes people do excessive things at bars right. uh, or they drink out of uh emotions that are more of a low frequency like of depression or sadness so just have to be aware of that stuff okay and then as far as the karmic piece can you give us a little more on that because i think i had a situation that was more along those lines where you know it's like this must be something deeper because this person won't go away so it's the idea that the body is mortal the soul is eternal and the soul passes on to the light depends what culture and religion you can go into but Mm -hmm. the big idea is that the soul can reincarnate again as human and sometimes uh, it chooses certain people or circumstances or lessons to have a better understanding on a soul level of how to be a better soul or how to have a better existence in general Mm -hmm. so we attract people some negative some positive that can teach us something or we can gain something or knowledge or power. It depends. Hmm. Again. (laughs) Okay. So if I think about like one of my many vampy situations, (laughs) one of them, I can't see a karmic connection of any kind because I'm getting nothing out of this. (laughs) Mm. I'm learning nothing. There's nothing to learn because I've already dealt with so many of these types of people that it's just like, basically you have to cut ties. That's my, that's my feeling. I don't know. What is your view on that? What about on their end? Oh, you mean they they have something something to learn? Mm -hmm. Yeah, to stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. That's the message. Maybe. Okay, so it could be on their end. It also could be maybe standing up in your own power. Ah. So you don't get 
put in that position anymore. And because and, usually these lessons keep happening, different circumstances, yeah. different places, different yeah. kind of people, but it keeps happening until something shifts or changes. Yeah. Now, I worked with another healer. She talked about how sometimes people put cords and so like psychic cords. And so they almost like latch onto you. And I've heard of the term hooks. Now, you used a different term with me, implants. And then I saw something online called nails. And so these are all really intense terms of ways people can latch onto you energetically. Tell us more about these different ways that vampires can latch onto you. Okay, so we have to start off. There's different energetic fields around everyone, everything, okay. and they connect differently. So sometimes it can be a cord, and uh, not all cords are bad, <laughs> but the cords are just connections. And it can be a simple ritual-like thing. You just cut the cord, and it, you go your separate ways, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets a little more complicated, and there are nails or etheric weapons in the field. That's a little wow. deeper on the field, and you sort of have to use certain energies to remove those weapons or nails. Uh, sometimes it can be implants. So for me, implants mean on a deeper energetic field, uh, they are buried into the body like a parasite or a tick. Oh. Now, according to the consult that I have with you, I'm willing to share this with my audience. Someone had put implants in me. And that could explain some of the the negative feelings that I was having towards this person and also in general after I'd be around them. It was, it was mm-hmm. bizarre. And I, it was like I couldn't stop feeling the energy, like get off me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do if you feel this energy? You, you may not be able to identify it the way you have. Like, oh, I have a hook in me. Oh, I have an <laughs> implant in me. Like people don't know. They just know they don't feel good. Like you said, they feel off. And so what can you do to get rid of them, number one? And then number two, what can you do to protect yourself from having that happen again? Especially if you know you have to be around these people. Okay. So there are physical things you can look into to remove them. You can go look into essential oils. So like pine, cypress, Texas, cedarwood, these are all wood oils. Um, and those are really grounding. You put them on your legs. Uh, you can also dilute them with jojoba or coconut oil, whatever feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that will just help create a more grounded existence. So you and you'll just smell don't earthy. <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, hopefully, you'll be around people that don't mind that smell. <laughs> or not to leave. Um, there's also flower oils like lavender, rose, basil, and those are more for the emotional components. Rose is very high vibrational energy. Um, basil is used for protection. That's helpful. And then there's other essential oils that are used for specifically for protection. They're known for it. So, like using sage. That's where smudging comes in, Native yeah. American tradition. That's helpful. There's white angelica, which is supposed to bring in more angels. That's mm-hmm. nice. And then palo santo, which is a wood. Uh, but it's also used on an essential oil level. And it can be like grounding, but also protection and also removing the low frequency things, removing yeah. that. So that's the essential oil aspect. Okay, that's important because it does both functions. It both removes these mm-hmm. um, nasty hooks, weapons, nails, implants, but it also protects you against ones f- coming. 
at you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I like. So with the Palo Santo, now that's like mm-hmm. smudging like sage. And a lot of people are familiar with sage, you know, because it's kind of, it's pretty mainstream now. But Palo mm-hmm. Santo may not be to some people, may not be familiar to some people. So is the smudging as effective for removing implants or cords or nails as uh, wearing an essential oil would be? Would they both be equally as effective? It depends upon the frequency. There are different frequencies out there. It depends how strong the low frequency is, how much intensity there is. Um, if it's a severe case, you might have to do other other kinds of protection or physical things, or you might have to call upon a healer. It depends. So they all, they're all helpful. You sort of have to look into what resonates. That's my mm-hmm. suggestion for that. Okay. So call you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, big picture. I mean, for the implants and for the nails, the weapons, it's sort of harder to remove by yourself unless you kind of see what you're looking at right. or doing. Right. Um, but tools and tricks can be used to just help release some of that stuck, yucky energy. Yeah. yeah. In the meantime. Yeah. And then what are some additional tips when you need to be around somebody? regularly like maybe you it's a co-worker or maybe it's someone in your family who gives you this bad vibe what can you do to continuously protect yourself because I know it's it's easy to kind of do it from afar but when you're right in front of this person it's a lot tougher mm-hmm. so you can implement using stones so like black tourmaline which repels low frequency energies fluorite which helps with psychic attacks is black obsidian and returning the yucky energy to the sender. Um, and there's spirit quartz, which helps you keep you in your power. Uh, it's also setting up certain environments and a work environment or home environment that feels more grounding. Grounding is a biggie. When you mm-hmm. feel more grounded in general, you usually feel more in your power. You attract mm-hmm. higher vibrational energy people and, and circumstances. Mm-hmm. So even maybe addressing any electromagnetic frequencies, if you feel like you're on overload with electronics and devices of today, yeah. <laughs> that would be helpful. Oh, yeah. And one of the things, and I'm going to share this with the audience that you suggested to me, I'm around equipment a lot, is a Himalayan salt lamp which I think is wonderful. And I picked one up and I love it. It makes it feel so much better in my workspace. And I like this idea of the black obsidian sending energy back that people are trying to send at you. That's powerful. I want to go pick something up today. Mm-hmm. But please explain because there people out there are probably still like, what? I'm sure there are a few who are like, what is this stuff? You know, what is a psychic attack? Because maybe they just have been blowing off energy in this way for so long, or maybe they just don't understand energy because maybe they're a less sensitive person. So try to help these types understand what a psychic attack is. Okay. So it's sort of, you're aware, there's an awareness that something feels different. It can be something simple as you just all of a sudden feel sad, you feel angry, and there's no reason for it. It could be you have physical distress, physical pain. I remember the first time I had a psychic attack. I was in high school. I, I grew up in New York City. I went to public high school and it's the first time no one really explained what was happening. And I changed seats with my friend um, for when we're changing classes. And I all of a sudden I had this massive, massive headache. And I'm not known to have headaches and I could describe it to a teeth. And I got really brave because I didn't like that I was feeling this way. So I got really brave and said, hey, 
to my friend, do you have a headache and temporals and your occiput and blah, blah. He's like, yeah, how do you know that? I'm like, well, I'm feeling it too. He's like, oh, oh, sorry about that. That's interesting. And that moment it turned off. Whoa. Even just having awareness and owning up to the idea of that it's okay to share that you don't feel good or Okay. So you can you can be on the receiving end of a psychic attack that's not intentional too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's scary. You know, if you and that's only if you're a sensitive, highly sensitive person, right? Um, And so that leads me then to asking you about your book. It's called Enlightened Indigo Child. What is an indigo child? So indigo is someone with a different life force color around their field. It's, uh, it's different than an aura. Aura changes based on emotions. It changes based on environments. And so this life force color, they have certain attributes that I talk more about in my book and my website, mindlegochild.com. And it can be simple as feeling heart-centered. You care about others more than they care about themselves. You're wise beyond your years. Mm-hmm. If high insights about things, circumstances, people. You crave nature. It could be night terrors, food allergies. It's just mm. a very sensitive soul. And for me, it was it was not something I liked being identified as as an indigo because a lot of it, a lot of other authors and people out there identify indigos as a new breed of people. <laughs> and we have these this this great gift or this great ability, but but we have all these sensitivities and that's more negative. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to encourage people that are sensitive to be in their power yeah. and to feel like not a victim and they can still be in the school system and be okay. They can still get advanced degrees and be okay. They can still be smart and they don't have to be uh, medicated or dumbed down in our society. Yeah, I have a friend who has a lot of night terrors um, and she she sees things, you know, so it's kind of one of these, but she's she knows about it, but she doesn't talk about it very often. I think she's a little gun shy about it. And so yeah. I, I will definitely let her know about your book. Um, tell us about like some of the things that indigo folks can do to empower themselves, to feel with power inside of their gifts. Being grounded is a good way to start and owning up to the idea that you can be a educated, smart individual makes great decisions. It doesn't have to be following the crowd. That's that's a common with young people. Sometimes they feel like they have to follow the crowd to mm, be to fit incorporated. In to fit in right yeah. and so it's okay to have your own voice and it's okay to be a little quirkier or different and still feel like you're sane and secure yeah. and grounded okay i love that i think that this is a nice juxtaposition with an episode that i recently had that talks all about the different forms of narcissism low to mid-rangers to elite narcissists and they in my mind would be the ones that would be attracted to indigos or to, you know, highly sensitive people because they love that heart-centeredness because they don't understand what it means to love, wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. They take advantage. Yeah. Yeah. What have you experienced in your life, things you had to work through and what you did to clear the energy and to reground yourself? So... I'm a Pisces, so I'm, I'm sensitive already. And then the indigo stuff put that on top of that. So I was very sensitive in school in general. Um, 
for me, going into karate made me feel a little more empowered. So I got picked on in school, not on a um, intellectual level, but on a physical level. So going into karate, I have my black belt in Taekwondo. Ooh. made me feel more empowered in my own field. And then when physically messed with me, I could sort of break them in a nice way. <laughs> Just helpful. Just chop um, their leg off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then um, maturing, growing up, I'm in my late 20s, so dating is also a whole other field to go into. And there mm. are, are a lot of guys that want to take advantage just because you're a girl, but also because you're sensitive and you're more, um, n- not nursing, but more uh, motherly and yeah. you want to take care of everyone and they take advantage of that. Energy. Yes. So, so going into your own power, going to self-love is really important during that time because then you don't really need anyone else you just have a cute puppy at home and you you know you're good you know right it's about almost learning how to dial down the heart energy a little bit to protect yourself and create boundaries that's what it sounds like Mm -hmm. yes absolutely yeah, that's not easy to do. I mean, it's it's definitely something that you have to learn over time. And maybe like you were talking about earlier with these karmic lessons, maybe that's, you know, stepping into your own power. That's why some of these people keep coming to remind you that you need to step up. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So have you found that it's changed for you that you're completely in your own power and that you don't need to go out of the house wearing essential oils or crystals around <laughs> your neck and all of that? Uh, pretty much. I mean, I've learned techniques to, can I say, cut off the energy so I don't become so bombarded by it. Um, yeah. I mean, there's I, I, also an awareness. I'm, so if I go to an event and it just feels overwhelming or I'm aware that there are people that just their intention is negative, I'll remove myself from that intention. I don't need to surround myself with people that that's normal for them. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I've learned it to adapt. Okay. Because, you know, I mean, when I go to an event, you know, I'm in the entertainment world and you go and you try to be very open and energetic and you want to make eye contact with people and really talk to them and connect to them. And I'm, I like to be as real as and authentic as possible, which means I'm going to be putting my energy out towards them. And so that's where I think I'm trying to find that happy balance where how far do you go when you don't come off as being a bitch because you're shutting it down so much, you know? What's mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that happy medium? A- the after effects. So afterwards, after you feel like poo, basically, you go home and ground yourself. You go take a salt bath. You call upon the angels to help clear yourself. Or you call upon them beforehand so you don't have to deal with it like that, that intensity. Okay. So there are some things that you can do. So even when you go out, you can still be open and just know that you're going to be soaking up some yucky energy. And then when you come home, clear it off and reground yourself. Yes. Okay. Now, tell us more about your Facebook page and um, your blog and like what should people expect to find there as far as the content's concerned? Okay. So my Facebook page for Enlightened Go Child, we have 16,000 members all over the world. We try to put in positive, loving content, uh, supportive things to ground, things to create self-love. And um, there's also DeAndre Healer on Facebook. Same deal, positive, loving content. And with the InlineLegoChild.com website, uh, we talk more about the 
attributes and some we have blog posts that we put up of stories mm -hmm. that happened and things to get better and feel good in your body. That's so awesome. Now, I noticed in your bio that you're an actual medium. So when you're just out in public, let's say, I mean, you're in New York, so let's say you're on the subway. Do people's past lives stuff or do their deceased loved ones just pop into your realm or do you have to call yes. it in? Oh, gosh. No, yes, yes. I mean, I to go home, I have to pass a fire station and they lost their main captain from 9-11. Oh. And so every day I would see this etheric dead person be there. And especially not when 9-11 happened, they put a lot of flowers and cards and all that candle stuff yeah so I kind of got tired of it <laughs> and I sort of escorted him to the lights because I couldn't deal with him just being all sad and mopey right so, so he was still hanging out around the site yes wow yes. uh the subway stuff I see it all the time I try not to put attention to it and some and they leave me alone and just yeah. go about my day uh, so people yes, bug you. So deceased yes. people who are stuck in this realm, like they haven't passed on fully to the other plane of existence, like their souls are stuck here. They come Sometimes, over. To, yeah. What do they what do they say? What do they do to you? Sometimes it's just an awareness. They don't do anything. They're just there. They, they don't mean to do any harm. It's not always a malice intention. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a little bit more pokey and they'll be like, hey, what's going on? They'll talk like normal humans. Oh. <laughs> you sort of have to they know that them. you can yeah because they know see them yeah 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 wow so you just ignore them the way you would in in public with stranger, an actual human stranger danger <laughs> absolutely <laughs> how long did it take you to figure that out because i'm sure that that was probably scary once you realized that you had that gift oh okay so i became a full-blown intuitive at 16 Wow. So I'm in my late 20s now. So things happen. You learn life lessons. It takes a while. Uh, yeah, I learned a hand technique that helps clear, close the energy field. So it's a little nicer because most intuitives, they read it off. They read the intuitive stuff based on their, their crown chakra or the third eye. And mm -hmm. so it's always coming, always from being bombarded by that energy. And then you sort of lose yourself. I don't like that. So yeah. I learned a new hand technique to just close it off a little bit better for Ooh. me anyway. I like it. And that ties in with the, you know, the uh, martial arts. You're yes, like, Hiya. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that stuff's sort of helpful. It helps balance the soul. It helps balance the, the chi in your body. So yeah. Yeah. So I would like to say to people out there listening that Deandra worked with me personally with some things that I'm dealing with. For those of you who do know me on a very personal level, you know that I have had some ghosts in my living situation. And Deandra has assisted me with this. And so I encourage you to reach out um, if you're feeling anything gross in your body and there's someone that you feel is doing psychic attacks on you or just sucking your energy and you really don't know what to do and you've tried some of the protection ideas, picked up her book and all of that and you still want to have a consult, which I absolutely encourage you to do, reach out to Deandra. You can find her on DeandraHealer.com. EnlightenedIndigoChild.com is where you can get the book or you can find her on any social media. She's on Twitter. I'll provide all of the links in the show notes once again so you can get in touch with her and set up a Skype session or a phone session with her. Deandra, any final thoughts for people out there who may be experiencing energy vamps? 
So know that you're not alone and there are other people that feel this way and that there are techniques to help clear it and so you can feel like you're in your power. I love it. Thank you for sharing this information. And I want to have you back because I know you cover a lot of different areas. And this was one that we just kind of honed in on. And I found you through a blog article. And so thank you for being present and for sharing your gifts online. That's how I got you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed talking to you too. Awesome. Have a great topic you'd like to hear discussed on an upcoming episode of Nothing Off Limits? Email us at ideas at ladyfoxentertainment.com. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate the show, and go to ladyfoxentertainment.com to sign up for our email list and to check out our resources page. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time.